Mm-hmm. Everything's it like using it. it. They're like, we have all this power. How do we use it? Right. You know, just looking for reasons. It's crazy when you think about it, what you could do with a phone nowadays. just recently had this worldwide developers conference mm. they have it every year yeah wwdc <laughs> anyway <laughs> one of the things they announced in this thing was uh the fact that they're going to be adding a feature where you can use your iphone to scan your inner ear yeah and give you like a shape of it to set up better set up spatial audio Mm-hmm. which sounds really cool. It's interesting because that's always been a common issue with spatial audio. It doesn't work perfect all the time. And they're solving parts of the equation, it seems, because now they have control over the headphones. They're shipping headphones, so they know at least what you're playing it back on. So you could kind of tune it up perfect for that model headphone. And now if they're doing a rudimentary scan of your ear, they could help adjust the tuning to compensate for your particular ear canal. Yeah, you know, and I think didn't they initially say something that this is more going to be for the for their their earbud yeah, styles? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they specified only one model. I don't know, probes only. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure because I'm thinking. I mean, ultimately, this could work on the over ear too that they make. I mean, why you not? would assume? I don't know why it wouldn't. Yeah. but maybe you know? initially. Who knows? Because once they have a photo of your entire ear, the over ear could implement too. But maybe their priority would be the what's out there what's what you know what i mean right but what more people own than anything which i guess would be the well it's quite interesting because they're leveraging hardware that already is in your phone and i don't know if they specifically said how old of a device they're willing to use it could be that there's hardware differences over the years and the older iphones don't work but iphone 10 and up have the hardware that they're allegedly going to use so we'll see if they support those models in the future but uh, that'd be pretty interesting because there's millions of those devices out. And it'll be really accessible for people to be able to uh, do a rudimentary scan of their ear and presumably tailor this algorithm they're using to give you your spatial audio a little bit better for you. Yeah, they didn't they didn't say how it's going to work, but I'm just going to assume that it's like exactly like setting up your uh, iPhone's face ID. Yeah, but for your, your ear. Or your ear. Yeah, I don't know how you really around. see it. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But. Maybe it'll give you audio feedback or something while you're like rocking this around your ear. Yeah, that would I don't be know cool. How work. Yeah, like you have to like do out of like the earpiece. Yeah, because for people that don't know, when you're setting a face ID, you look at the phone and it has like a little guide. It shows you how to move your head yeah, around. It shows you a little green So the little projector could see your whole face as you move it around. So when you pick the phone up and if you're a little off axis or whatever, the phone knows what your face looks like normally that's when at different angles. That's when you're training it to know your face. Yeah, the first time when you yeah, set it up. It's reading it. Yeah. And presumably you'll same, do yeah. that for the year. I'm assuming it's making some sort of vector diagram of your facial in, in a 3D form yes. of your facial characteristics yeah. that's why you can't just show it a picture because yeah. that's flat yeah right. it's interesting technology because it's like sort of complex but also very basic and cheap to implement because that's why it's in phones right now you know they're they're not putting like a 500 dollars sensor in these things mm-hmm. and there's videos all over the internet but it's pretty cool they have a little ir transmitter thing emitter on there that sends out it's like a little projector right it prints out a dot pattern oh. right and so it knows roughly the size and the spacing of these dots and 
then it could tell from the distortion of these dots as are projected onto an image, it looks at it with a second camera and says, okay, how are these dots distorted? And it could guesstimate depth and, and whatnot. What do you mean by second camera? Uh, there's a little projector thing, and next to it, there's an IR camera. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because this is infrared. You can't see it. That's why otherwise you'd be seeing everybody's yeah, right. face is lighting up. And <laughs> the normal cameras that you use to take pictures with usually have IR filters, because otherwise they get weird issues when you're so outside. So they're not actually the using the front-facing the front camera. No, it's, it's a separate camera. Separate, just so it's for a projector that. and a mm -hmm. camera that's totally yeah. separate. And then another camera. But when you project this dot pattern face, onto huh? the surface, you'll get distortions because the dot pattern will kind of like radiate out, right? And the dots here will look different than the dots that are further back. And yeah. it, it, the camera will be able to guesstimate uh, the, the shape and the depth of the object from how these dots get distorted. Yeah, so technically you could probably, to, to a certain degree or depth, um, make a 3D image of yeah. going into your ear. A little bit, yeah. We don't know how far, yeah. but I mean, I guess far enough to potentially make a difference. I wonder if they knew that they were going to do something like this or how far out. Well, I mean, others are doing it, right? I mean, in a different way. Yeah. I mean, it's not, not as widespread phone, as yeah. Yeah, being able to just take your phone and go, wow, look at this. But, um, but I mean, they're doing it with what well, I think they use the audio audiologists are yeah. using ray uh, lasers to read the way inside your ear. Mm -hmm. But that's purpose-built hardware. Well, yeah. that's true. This is cool because it's cheap mass-produced, yeah. and already available. It's, it's made to read your face, yeah. right? But now they're making it read your ear, which is technically possible. But over those short distances, I wouldn't think it would have enough resolution. But maybe they don't need that much. Maybe it's just like a rudimentary guess, and it yep. gives you a better estimation than you would otherwise have. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, you only need so many dots to, yeah. to draw a line. And if you, especially if you see depth, if it can perceive the depth, I guess. Well, it knows it depth reasonably. Much. You could you could make assumptions in what I'm saying in the algorithms, right. like they do with the cameras nowadays. You know, you take a photo of a camera, and it's like, well, that isn't what it really looks like. Yeah. But, the, but the whole thing, it 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 makes it look like it thinks it looks. You know what I'm saying? We're seeing a yeah. lot of that these a days. Adaptive photography, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Especially on any modern phone, you take a picture and you immediately go to your camera roll. It's usually fuzzy for a few seconds because yeah, right. yeah. it's like chugging Figuring through some out. super complex AI algorithm to make it look better. Yeah. If you look at the information raw off the sensor, the actual information the phone gets from your camera, usually it's kind of like mm. meh. And what we've seen in cameras, especially in smartphones over the years, the camera sensors are getting a little bit better, but the processing is getting way better. Yeah. So I think maybe they're at the point where they have enough horsepower on the thing, they have enough knowledge that they could kind of like make a really good educated guess from the information they're getting from the sensors, even though the sensor may have pretty limited information. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what I got out of the whole event is on whole, on the whole, it seems like they're really leaning into all that, uh, their AI, you know, stuff for everything now. You know, mm -hmm. everything's like using it. it. They're like, we have all this power. How do we use it? Right. You know, just looking for reasons. It's crazy when you think about it, what you can do with a phone nowadays. I mean, there's got, there's literally... Aren't there like millions of apps for the phone to begin oh, with? Yeah. So many. A lot of them are redundant, but still, I mean, you think about the things you could do with a phone. It's just crazy. It's a crazy tool that you could hold in your hand. So it's just, it's really cool though that the likes of Apple are are, are moving forward with something this. I I would call it more application specific, almost. It's rel a weird one relative to what they were normally doing. Yeah, this is some you know? niche. Yeah, like. You know, it seems like it would be like 10 people doing this and that's it. Not like a big company working on something like that. You would kind of need someone like Apple to do it, though, um, because this has to be super complicated. It has to be difficult to do well. And I think, especially coming from Apple, where they control the device, they control the software, they control the device you're playing it back on, the AirPods or AirPods Max or whatever, uh, 
that really having that full circle of control probably really makes a lot of sense for them and it probably enables them to actually make it good. Well, I guess also when if looking forward, looking ahead, um, you know, it, get, it given that, right, um, they're actually going to use it to improve upon the sound of their devices that already exist. That may be. Right? You know, and we're talking hundreds of millions of mm. them. And all of a sudden, upgrade in progress occurs, uh, you know, just by taking a image of your ear. Right. I wonder how that'll go yeah. if they actually use the mapping data. Well, that's true, too, because right. now they can come the up future. with an average. And they probably uh, don't. They're they're pretty big on like not like having anything leave the well, phone. Well, it wouldn't. Yeah. Well, that's true. But it wouldn't be anything. It would just yeah. Be, but still. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it would make sense to average it. I mean, the phone, that's presumably they average. already did that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, not on a scale. Yeah. Well, I, probably what they find if they did is that it's depends on territory and yeah. where you're born and your. I mean, so yeah, you're right. I don't know if it would matter, but they could they could do a human average. They could. That'd be wild. Maybe you could opt in. Yeah. Because they do a lot of interesting things like that with health data, which is really wonderful, where you could opt into various programs on your device and um, use your biometrics, your data, and stuff like that that you're normally gathering anyways, and use it for good, right? So instead of having to to somehow find people for these various things, like to find a million diabetics to test some sort of thing, uh, you could have access to them through Apple's little health portal, and you could get data from these people um, with pretty much no impact to them, without them having to go out of their way. Um, and it's pretty interesting that they're so open to that because um, it's really profound when you have that scale. You have so many people in the world with your devices and um, making it a couple clicks away to, to be able to use this data for good. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you could, relatively speaking, at the beginning, you could get millions of samples a day. Well, yeah. Where the hell would you do that? You it would be yeah. incredibly difficult to yeah, do. You couldn't do so it. So expensive if you, you had to pay people. Line up a whole huge city in a line. Just mm-hmm. all everyone, mm-hmm. had, a whole everyone in the whole city would have to go for this test mm. <laughs> all over the world. All too. over the world, yeah. So. But clearly, the hard part here is uh, implementation of anybody needs to be able to do a good quality scan. You know, that's mm-hmm. clearly the hard part because just getting any data, you know, yeah, that could be bad data. You got to sort through it. Yeah. yeah, so I right. think it's all going to be on how well they, they have the step-by-step process of doing the scan and how well it rejects any bad Well, it, hence attempts. version 1.0. Yeah. You know? We'll see. Yeah. I think it's interesting. It's pretty cool that they're using something that's technically capable of doing it to do something that's really on the edge. Well, that's the thing. But I wonder we'll if they were planning this the whole time. Cause, uh, or if, like, because they started out with um, Apple TV and calibrating your TV with a yeah. front-facing sensor. And then did someone just go, hey, that's a good idea. Let's try out something with audio with that. I wonder you know, if they yeah. just stumbled upon this. Or. I would imagine there's no way they were thinking of this as far back as iPhone ten, but maybe? I think what they were doing is they're probably looking at the, at the general, let's call them complaints that people have in using the earbud style listening mm-hmm. you know and, and people are saying there's, there's limitations to it because it's because of where it yeah. is it's sitting in your ear and you know it's not tuned for your ear and of course it could sit in all kinds of slightly different perspectives relative to your ear and yep. there's no real good way you know yeah or you know to tune it really so um it kind of you know when you think about it i guess they're basically solving a problem that they that i think their client their their the owners perceived and in a very technical manner mm. Yes, I quite. Think. But probably simple. <laughs> well, simple to <laughs> you, you and me. Yeah. yeah, for us, right. Well, that's what they got to do. They yeah. dumb it down. Yeah. It's to cheap a personal to deploy, experience. but very, very complicated in software. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you think about the engineering that's probably involved in, and I mean, there's a lot more to go. It doesn't end there. It's like, you know, it's like Tesla, 
or SpaceX firing off their first rocket, right? They had to do thousands of them before they got to where they are now, where they're th throwing 50 engines in one rocket. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> you know? incredibly complex. It started with one engine, mm -hmm. and then it started going, how do we put two together, and then how do we put 10 together, and how do we put 50 together, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you think about it, it's a process. And, I mean, I could see that getting really refined if you think about it. I mean, they'll, if, if they find it's useful, they could add yeah, they would make better a finer dot sensor, yeah. dot pattern right. to it. Future. If, if For all we know, this camera already has it. We don't really know the res. Well, yeah, presumably they've changed, observed yeah, it yeah. with yeah. IR cameras and stuff, but I'm not sure. I've seen a bunch of videos online where people were showing you, at least in the early days, like phone 10 and stuff, people were showing the dot projection of uh, the front-facing camera thing, the, the projector thing. And um, it's a pretty loose grid. So on an ear, it would be very limited resolution, but they continue to say it's getting more and more secure. So I don't know if that's done in software, hardware, or a combination of the both, but I actually haven't seen the modern like 13 do like, dot projector. Maybe if they maybe they do something like kind of what they do on flat screens where they shift the image slightly, mm. each pixel shifts slightly. And <laughs> they could, would need they hardware could, for that, yeah, but it is technically thing, yeah. awesome. You know, do yeah. something where they're- They would already had to put yeah, it it's, in. It's the mm. reverse of watching a picture. They're, they're, they're throwing, it's basically the same thing. They're throwing, an, they're throwing an image on your ear and then right. looking at it. Yeah. So it's kind of the same as watching a TV same screen. Same thing, yeah. You mm -hmm. know, a, modern, a modern flat screen. I always screen. thought stuff like that was super cool though, when you take something that's already out there it's cheap, it's mass-produced, you already have it in your pocket, and they're having to do a thing that nobody would have expected that's actually, hopefully, maybe useful. So I guess time will tell if it actually matters and actually helps, but cool attempt. Yeah. We'll see if they could get it to work well. Very cool. Well, clearly, if, if they're talking about it, they already know it works. But Presumably. <laughs> we'll see yeah. on a mass scale. What would be thing. even more interesting is if the, you can extract the information you get from it for your own purposes. Uh, well. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool if you could use it to actually order custom IEMs. Like for third-party companies. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, that would be extremely useful. I would hope they would share that, you know, they because there's, there's probably not too many people, there's probably too many companies on the planet that could utilize it. But for those that could, um, wow. I mean, you know, you're, you're really honing in on your customer at that point, right? We know what your ear looks like, so what can we do about that, you know? And I, I don't know if it's any use for what we do right now, but you never know. Well, they might allow third parties to use their spatial audio programs. I don't know. I don't know how well that'll work, if that's really feasible. I think that'd be pretty complicated. Well, especially if you had wider, a wider picture, like it may also scan the whole side of your head around your ear. So now you know the depth, mm -hmm. you, know the, you know the contrast or depth difference between your ear lobes itself and the head shape. You mm -hmm. could use it to, you know, to make technically custom. Over ears? Yeah. <laughs> custom custom, custom tune profiles yeah. and stuff. Custom yeah. 3D printed pads. Yeah, if you wanted to. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, the problem is coming up with a way to cut foam custom. Uh -huh. It doesn't really work too well nowadays, as we talked about with making ear pads. It just doesn't yeah. exist to, 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 to do one off. But you could, if you could 3D print a foam piece, does anyone make any material that actually, actually is a... Uh, don't think it would work well for call an ear pad. Porous or not? Uh, yeah. You know, there, it's not... A, great right a now. cushiony structure. I haven't seen anything like that that was directly like an earbud phone. It'd be yeah. weird stuff to print. I don't even know how you would do that reliably. It'd probably yeah. be difficult. Yeah. You got to like put that, you know, that spray foam you use for filling mm. gaps. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. need a mini thing of that. The, 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 the head blows that stuff out on the of <laughs> Presumably it's technically possible, but a great it sounds stuff, like a challenge. 3D printer. Yeah, great stuff. <laughs> I saw someone like actually, yeah. someone was printing a building like that, yeah. which is weird, a structure. Um, out of out spray foam. foam. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's very messy and very, very yeah, crude. A friggin' bed. But um, it's an interesting concept because it's so cheap and effective in the right context, at least. Yeah. Just doing straight walls. It was actually like a like a dome thing. Mm. 
Yeah. Have they figured out a way to spray, like a, make a latex foam, something that's a little less sticky, messy, you know? Yeah, great that, stuff is a mess. Yeah, that stuff's <laughs> bad news. Yeah. Well, either way, time will tell if this matters, if this helps, if this does anything. Yeah. But it's cool. It's interesting. It, it definitely is. It's a nice way to leverage existing hardware. Well, and the beauty of it is, once again, as I said, when they did the high-res music files, and, and of course, we're assuming Atmos came to and movies yeah, and mm-hmm. all that, is that they're going all about, they're doing, concentrating more on sound, which is great because video has been the star for too long. And the video is so far advanced now that I think the sound is lagged behind on a lot of these devices to match it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be cool to leapfrog the sound forward to make the video more immersive because you got to have both, particularly oh, with movies. Yeah. You know, one or the other. I mean, listen yeah. to a movie with no sound, it's like, mm. yeah. Yeah. You, know? you listen to a movie on like laptop speakers. Right. Yeah. It's not doing it, you yeah. know? Yeah. No, not at all. Not <laughs> even close. Oh, it's not that home theater experience? I mean, that theater experience? Yeah, no. no not yeah. A you got to have both. Yeah. Oh. As, as shown by the number of speakers they put in a. Oh, actually, an IMAX theater. Yeah. IMAX theater. <laughs> yeah. How Usually many are in there? I, mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. A lot. A bunch. You're surrounded by it. Yeah. I'm always impressed how bad the audio is at theaters because the picture's fine, whatever. It better will be better, but I'm not like, wow, this picture's awful. The audio, a lot of times, kind of is. Yeah, yeah, it really it, depends on the theater. Yeah, it's usually lacking. The oh, bass yeah. is just garbage, and it's in some corner, distant. Yeah, you could do better with a 5.1 terrible. at home. And as it pans across, all the speakers sound different. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Well, yeah, that's the problem with the center channels behind the screens, you know. Yeah, you're projecting it through a screen, which yeah, eh. yeah, which they're worried more about the screen than they are the, the transparency. Well, yeah, the yeah. I can't make the holes too big. Otherwise, it's like, where's all these holes in this? Yeah, screen? right. If you do sit in the front row, though, you can see them, yeah. and that's annoying. <laughs> see, ultimately, what they need is they need a Apple theater. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. Everyone's just wearing oh. headphones. Mm-hmm. What they need to do is DSP <laughs> it for your seat somehow. Oh. Do some sort of destructive interference that somehow oh, causes actively for everybody. Yeah, it's like a three D shutter thing, you know, a no, shutter no. eyeglass thing, but for sound in every seat individually, <laughs> so everyone has perfect stage uh, separation and whatnot, perfect imaging in every seat. Get on that. I think where that would fall apart is when you're chewing popcorn. Chewing popcorn. Yeah, your ears are going moving around. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Your jawbone. Mm. Yeah, that's a big issue. Up. Popcorn industry is pretty big. Screws over there. it up. Yeah, the crunching. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Then sucking through a straw well, no you just have to <laughs> the, the, the all the there's like cameras and everything watching every person and it m- looks at your jaw how it's moving and then it yeah. compensates for that no, no, you just like prop up your phone AI. on the seat in front of you they give you a, a hole and then your front-facing <laughs> oh. camera just deals with it oh oh yeah and Apple. all again, the yeah. phones are communicating to the theater yeah. yeah they know exactly where you are this is getting complicated yeah, yeah, yeah. see we're getting there mm, yeah yeah, maybe they'll well, maybe, baby steps. Maybe baby we just steps. gave Apple an idea or two. They'll mm, come up with yeah. something to do. They're gonna watch this video and be like, you know what? That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Let's patent that. We <laughs> thought of it first. Eureka! Oh, wait, yeah. that's a vacuum cleaner. So you, you sit down in your seat. You put your phone in front of you. And then yeah, magic happens. So there you go. We see, a couple minutes. We could solve all the world problems uh, yeah. right here and right in front of this camera. Yeah. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. On that note, we better get the hell out of here. <laughs> or wait, we are, we're not getting out of here yet. We no. got to get back to work, that's and then right. we can get the hell that's out right. of here. That's right. Oh. That's, that's the way it works. <laughs> Thumbs us up if you like this, people. Thank you for watching. And don't forget to click subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Leave a comment talking about your feelings yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But subscribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We got to get past. We're hitting 13K subscribers, mm-hmm. and I like to yeah. get the 14 because I don't like the number 13. Uh, so the quicker we can just. It should be like 128. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, we deserve that, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.